Hello, my friend, and welcome to this episode of Guru in Your Ear. This is Dennis Gebhardt with Guru Nation, along with my teaching partner, Max Massiano. Max, how are you, my friend? Hey, Dennis. How are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm really good. Really good. And uh, good, good. just thinking we got a couple of interesting things to talk about in today's podcast. Well, we're going to do a couple of podcasts, but in this podcast, um, I want to kind of go back in time. Okay, when you and I were both young whippersnappers. Yes, yes. <laughs> I always wonder where that word came from, whippersnapper. Does that have some underlying meaning? I don't know what that is. <laughs> we could probably Google it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I want to go back to a uh, behavior that people seem to be doing again in 2022. Sure. And of course, you and I learned it back in the day before mm -hmm. some of the, mm -hmm. well, before the millennials and before the Z gens were even a twinkle in their mom and dad's eyes. Uh -huh. And that's called breaking the base. Oh, the base yeah. break. Don't misconstrue that with breaking bad. Okay, that's a movie. But right. breaking the right. base, <laughs> breaking the base, you know, it's a very interesting. Uh, that the reason that got started uh, in my day, the reason it got started was because clients were trying to maximize their time with their frosting or their highlighting in their hair. And sure. so because they wanted to get more time out of their natural highlights, uh, <clears throat> they would come in and we would do what we call break the base. And literally that's what that is. I mean, it's like today I see people using some really unique formulas to try and do that same behavior. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and really we were doing it with low volume developer applied to wet hair sure. with uh, a high level of color, you know, lighter color, low volume developer applied to the hair wet at the shampoo bowl, applied with a color bottle, worked in, and only let it process anywhere from seven to 11 minutes. That's all you did. And then you yeah. took it off. Yeah. All you wanted to do was just kind of just fracture some of that pigment in the hair to give more of that gradation from the scalp area out to give them a little bit of extra time on their highlights. Um, sure. And, and so that was what we did then. Today, though, I see some people are doing it and they're doing basically a color change. They're not really doing a break the base. Sure, sure. And I mean, you know, for when I learned how to bake, bake the brace. Bake the brace. Break, I love that. Break, <laughs> break the base. <laughs> it was literally to slightly soften their natural color. And the whole okay. idea was that you were, you were, using the alkalinity in the tube with a lower volume developer and taking it off before you really exposed any contributing pigment. Right. So it was literally like that client spent a week at the beach and their hair did what it would do naturally from exposure to the elements. Right. And, you know, Dennis, I know you live in California and when I had my salon, I was in Florida. I right. had a very big business, you know, built on 
base breaks, or what I liked to call a, a term that I learned uh, in my career was base softening or base adjusting. Yeah, base Which I breaking think sounds really better. Yeah, base breaking know? kind of sounds like stripping the color, you know, like well, and it's that's like what it's kind of some a, of it has gotten to. And, right. and the whole thing was to create a naturalness. Yeah. You know, and, and almost blur together or reduce the amount of contrast between the natural hair and those highlights. Right. So so it kind of created a, more of a tonal blend. Right. And and the the beauty was that if you had someone who was highlighted, they could come in in six weeks and just have their base softened again. And it literally, they were in and out and I still charged them what I would for a retouch. So right. it was great money for me too. Yeah. I think the only drawback on that was the level of depth in the hair. You know, sure. if, if they were Latina and they wanted their, their base lightened, uh, <laughs> number one, you know, th that would only be because the highlighting was not done to give them highlighting. There was such a contrast created between the highlighted or lightened hair and the natural hair that you right. automatically had that dark shadowed line. Yeah. And I think that's what led us to in the middle of the nineties to start doing um, root extensions, what they called it. But basically they were going and doing the opposite of what we did of breaking the base. They were extending the depth of the hair and blending it into the lightened hair and so, the only problem with that is that that i have with doing those kinds of things is that it's it can create a band yeah. if you aren't careful with what you use to create that shadow yeah. i think it's i think it's not not my cup of tea as a colorist sure yeah. so dennis would you say that that was the like the original root shadow oh yeah that was. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, all these things have a genesis, and it didn't just happen in 2022 or 2020 or 2018. You've got to go back a long way, you know, yeah. where a yeah. lot of these behaviors that we do in the color process, you know, they, they started back then. I mean, it, it didn't just happen suddenly. Right, right. Well, I remember... Uh, when I was in beauty school, we had a product that was specific to breaking the base yes. called Lu Luminize. Luminize, you bet. And yes. it it had its own developer. It came in a little, little. it was a liquid. You yep. put it in an applicator bottle, you popped it on, you set a timer for 10 minutes, and it only lightened that hair anywhere between half a level to a level. Right, because it was a low volume developer with a lighter level of color. I mean, you can still do, you can do that. You can break the base or soften the base now without using a product designed or marketed for that. I mean, they had the same thing with Shades EQ because people were I using remember. Shades EQ, which was never designed to lighten the hair, but they were trying to use it to change the color. And remember, you know, that product really doesn't develop in the cortex at all no. it develops in the deeper layers of the cuticle so the base color would always show through 
Right. And because they wanted to create more punch, then we created shades above. Right. Which and was a, a modern luminize. That's what it was, a modern luminize. And then you could do a shades of Q glaze over it. Yes. All it did was break down some of the pigment in the hair so that it would give more vibrancy to the final sure. color that you applied on the top of it. So, you, you know what's so funny about Shades Above too is, you know, it, it wasn't around for a super long time, was it? No, because by the time it was introduced, there were generations that had never done um, base softening. And so it was not really something that was in their repertoire. Right. And they'd not right. been taught that. You know, just like now, right? I mean, God forbid we have to do a foil. Right. Because we've been painting Ooh. everything Ooh. and painting. Yeah. And so, you know, it's those kinds of behaviors. You know, even though they've been around for a long time, we kind of lose track of them because we follow one pathway. We say it's a trend, but I... I feel this way about trends, or this is the way I learn trends. I learned that most trends only last about seven years. Mm -hmm. They last about two years in the fashion capitals of the world where they are initiated. Then three years after that, they begin to work their way down to the average consumer and then you have a couple of years where they're trendy with the average consumer. And that's what happens with those trends. So they have a very short life, but right. some people hang on to them because they believe that's the only way to, because it's the way they learn to do the color process. Sure. It, it's, it's so interesting to me with companies because, you know, a lot of times they'll discontinue a shade or a product because it doesn't sell. That's really the bottom line. That's for what they look for. Yes. Yeah. And, and I get that, you know, we all have to make money, but what is so interesting is like back on the shades above thing, you know, Redkin now has something called base breaker. Yeah. And it's, sh it's shades <laughs> above, right. You know, but it's, it's new, you know, but well, it, yeah, it's the same thing. So it is. Yeah. Just, they give her a different dress and bring her back to the party. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dennis, what, what do you think about, I, I've seen in my experience teaching in salons, some people trying to break the base using a, like a high lift tint with a well, low volume developer. It's really, you don't need to, if you're going to truly break the base, you don't need to use something extremely aggressive. Right. I mean, you could break the base with a nine level hair color, mm -hmm. you know, um, you can use a high lift tint, but, you have to be aware that, you know, you better use a very low volume developer, like a five sure. volume developer, because you do not want to, you don't want to create extreme contrast because, right. You know, there's no going back. Well, you create, you, you soften the base, you go too light. That's what you have to do. You do a root shadow. Right. <laughs> so, so I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> right. So would you agree, Dennis, that breaking the base is really all about control. Oh, it is. And it is. And and depending on the level of color that you use, that formula could get away from you real quick. Right. 
and that's a funny thing, Max, is that they say, well, uh, there was warmth. I had, I didn't, wasn't able to control the warmth. Well, of course you weren't, because there's not enough pigment in the color you're using, <laughs> right, right, to control the warmth. And you only yeah. had it on the head for seven to eleven minutes. I mean, sure, what do you expect, sure. for God's sakes? Right, right. Half those dyes didn't even develop. So that's why you just have to understand that it's a short period of time on the head of hair. You're not looking for a lot of contrast. You're just looking for a little bit of, you know, softening of that scalp area. Um, I, Max, I did I did base alter alterations before highlights when I would have a client who was level two, sure, and wanted to have wanted to have blonde and caramel colored hair. Well, there's no way. If I put extremely light blonde highlights in that level two hair, the highlights would look gray because of sure. the visual contrast. So I would alter their base color, but I wouldn't make them blonde. I would just alter their base color. I'd take them from a dark brown to a medium brown and then highlight their medium brown hair. And now everything's set together. Right, right. And then we all we would have to do is retouch, you know, every 30 days, their base color. Mm -hmm. which was the the color we did to adjust their 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 hair and then like every third visit then they would get their base color and then they would get their highlights refreshed nice yeah easy yeah. peasy right yeah so what would you say your best practices are for breaking the base or base softening uh for me i use a um uh, level 10 with volume at the shampoo bowl i still use a color bottle to apply it because <laughs> mm -hmm. that is the fastest way to get product on the head sure and sure. if you learn to use a color bottle properly it also is the most precise right so uh, but you know we seem to think we have to put a brush on everything and i'm sorry if there's only an eighth of an inch of regrowth I'm not painting exactly. that with a brush. Yeah. You, it's like bringing a, a cannon to a knife fight. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't need a paint roller for that little tiny regrowth. You don't at all. So that's the way that I approach it. And, um, you know, it just makes it much easier sure. for the client. Sure. And I don't try to create too much of a, I try to create hair color that looks like it was done naturally yes i that's that that's what my that's what my repertoire is sure. my my mainstay you know the biggest compliment i get is when a client comes back and says they think this is my real hair color and i said that's what we want that's, that's what i love you know i'll go back to the old day at clairol saying only your hairdresser knows that's right that's right. <laughs> and so Dennis, think, yeah, you know, I learned how to base break from uh, a pretty popular colorist in Beverly Hills who did a lot of Persian women. Yes. And so she worked on a lot of darker bases. And that's kind of why I sought her out, because when I was in Florida, I did a lot of Latin women. Yep. And her rule of thumb that I thought was really, really smart is she goes, 
whatever the natural level of the client that you're working on is, pick a shade two levels lighter. Mm. So if there are four, use a six. Mm-hmm. If there are three, use a five. You mix that color up in a bottle yeah. with, with 20 volume mm-hmm. and literally start on the side underneath their part line and take horizontal sections down to the ear, come back up to that part line, come across the other side of the head. Then you go to the crown and work down to the nape. And literally when you finished that application in the nape, you took them to the bowl and shampooed it off. Right. Right. And and I gotta, I gotta tell you that method for me, and we're not saying there's a right or a wrong way to do this. You guys, I'm, we're just sharing our experiences. Sure. It, it never did me wrong. I never had to worry about orange hair. Right. And, and I literally got just a soft, lighter brownette. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I know the person you're talking about. I had the opportunity to work with her several times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you work on dark hair, you know, it's a, it's a different world. Yeah. I think people think because I'm in California, they think that everybody is blonde. Well, they're far from that. Right, you know, right. Our clientele is largely made up of Latinas, um, Arabia, Arab, Arabic women, yeah, African-American women. Um, you know, we have a few people that are vanilla. Right. <laughs> but, they, but they all want, you know, to have something that is a little bit lighter, a little bit softer. You know, my clients mm-hmm. that come to me from Iran or any of the countries over there, you know, they have extremely dark hair. Sure, and they want sure. to be, they don't want you to even use bleach on their hair to lighten their hair, but they yeah. want to be lighter. You know, so you have to have some great techniques that are going to help you get there so that they you can achieve what they're looking for. But um, base breaking or base softening is still a very valuable service to implement on a financial basis today. I don't do, I do not break the base. And the maximum I will break the base would be twice. After that, I don't do it again because I'm going to put highlights back into that hair. So uh, usually, you know, usually I break the base once and that's it if they need that. Yeah. You know. Excellent. And I don't really, I promote it as as a tool for clients that have that contrast that you know they it creates that contrast in a short period of time but it's not something that i really promote heavily to the clients because i don't want them personally and this sounds really bad i guess i don't want them to extend their color very long i don't want them away from me more than three months right i mean that's it's like in the restaurant business you have to turn those tables so many times and i want x amount of turns from that client you know in a 12-month period sure sure i know so yeah you know that's that's the way that that i approach it but it's a great technique it's great to implement um we've done it on men's hair i've taken men's hair where their hair is really short 
So I'm not going to go in there and mess with foils or any of that craziness. I'll take um, my formulation, my base lightning formulation, and I'll simply take it and apply it to their head and just scrub it into their short hair, leave it on 7 and 11 minutes to lean them back, wash it off, and they look like they have natural highlights. Right. And I, I charge that. them for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so there's ways to use that behavior where it can really come in handy for you. You know, I think I think that we have to take advantage of all the tools that we have. And the tools are more than a color brush and a color bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all types of tools we can take advantage of in the color process that'll help us achieve some wonderful, very, very successful results. So basis a base softening is good. I'm all good with it. As long as you make sure you're base softening and you're not trying to do a color change. Right. Okay, right. it doesn't take long. You yeah. say, well, I'm waiting for to see that color. Well, if you spent too much time waiting to see that color, guess what? You'll miss your target. And now you'll be, in a, you'll be in a color correction scenario. So, Oof. well, Max, I think that's, uh, we've covered the base breaking subject well. And, I'd say uh, so. If you want to know more and you want to learn more, we encourage you to, Buy my new book, Captain Color versus the Pigment Pirates, now available at doriansbookstore.com, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. It is what we teach at Guru Nation. It is who we are. It's what we believe, and it's what we stand for. Uh, So that book is available now. Um, I think you'll find it very beneficial. And then we also invite you to take a look at our website, which is www.gurunation.net, and uh, take a look at our educational catalog. Uh, We have lots of things to offer and lots of upcoming programs coming up here as we start into the fall. Two that we're very, very excited about, Hair Color School and Hair Color University. Hair Color School, we've done this now since last year. And every class that's gone through, had they've had amazing discoveries. And so we feel very excited. We feel that it's a, a very thorough program. And we start you off with hair chemistry, hair color chemistry, physics, hair color theory, formulation, uh, color mapping, the way that we formulate and map out our color formulas, all of that in a 30-day period where you have our our coaching team is available to work with you even between classes and you have homework to complete i mean it's really a full program and hair color university starts october the third and it is the next step up we deal with color correction we deal with blonding and toning we deal with color placement uh, the elements of design um, and advanced color formulation. So there's a tremendous amount of education that, that we have coming up here. We encourage you to check it out on our educational catalog. All the details are there. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. And uh, invite you to follow Max and I on um, Instagram. You can find Max at Max M Hair. You can find me at Real Captain Color. Uh, 
stay with us and watch our Wednesday night broadcasts and, you know, send us questions. If you have questions about things, we'd be happy to try and answer those questions for you. Our entire goal is to help you discover your own personal genius. So hopefully we'll be able to do that for you. So until uh, we talk to you again, I am Captain Color. I am signing off. Max, how about you? I am out of here. Until next time, everybody. All right, everybody. Have a great day, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again. The preceding has been a production of Guru Nation, a brand neutral educational resource for salon professionals. <laughs>